You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm so excited to have back on the show Julie Caraccio. She is the clearing the clutter inside and out lady. She helps you organize your external existence, your internal existence, and we'll make sure to link her, our, our previous discussion because we want to jump right in today and get our hands dirty with the concept of how to clear clutter. That's a tongue t- twister. Clear clutter and boost confidence. Julie, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm so, I'm so glad to have you back. You and I have been swapping conversations and swapping shows, and I think that the intersection between what we do is so powerful between the superpower dialogue and really assisting the world, but, but, but doing the work, right? Being willing to look at everything that's not serving you. Um, so talk with us a little bit about the relationship between clearing clutter and, and um, boosting your confidence and really feeling powerful in the world. Well, there are a couple ways to look at it. You know, first of all, if you have physical clutter, that can impede your confidence because you have just the energetic, the physical part of it. It's like if you have to wade through things every morning or if you can't find your keys and you've got that really important meeting or you walk out with one brown shoe and one black shoe, you know, if you're disorganized and have a lot of clutter, that can lower your confidence. If you've got a lot of mental clutter, And, you know, that little voice in your head saying, I doubt you, you can't do this. Why did you think you could do that? That little voice, that can be mental clutter and affect your confidence. Then, you know, I've learned a new term or way from you, from our interview that we did together about the frequency or what I would call energetic clutter. You can be saying, I am confident. But if you truly don't feel that, other people will pick up on that whether or not they're aware of it. You know, I was talking with someone the other day and, and I said, I could just tell that they weren't being straight with me. And so we all can feel that whether or not we can express it or aware of it, we're getting all those clues. What's going on? What am I being told? So even if someone projects confidence and they truly aren't confident, then we feel that and we pick up on that. And so that's clutter that once we clear that, we can't have true confidence, not the fake it till you make it, which is, hey, you know, you got to start somewhere. I'm okay with that. But to have true, real confidence. I love it. I love the, co- the concept of energetic clutter and being able to clear that out. I think that that's a really powerful dialogue. Um, have you, where have you seen that play out in the work that you do with clients? Well, you know, for example, I am working with a client now who is, even though we're working on the physical and the filing, it's been amazing to see as she clears that the shift. Not only is she becoming more confident, but, you know, you and I are on the same page that we support people in finding their inner knowing. I don't know what's best for someone you know what's best for you. And so it's about clearing that clutter so you are able to see that. So with this woman, for example, as we're we're filing and clearing the clutter of the files, I can see like the mental shifts that she's making. I can see the energetic shift in her office. And it's really interesting. There are some office dynamics that I'm not going to get into, but I I can see how that shifted. And it's shifted relationships for her with people in the office. And so 
really and truly everything is energy. And as soon as you start to make those shifts, you see it at an energetic level. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, give another example. This client has really been on my mind because we've been working a lot together, but I also see it with relationships. I've worked with people where there has been tension and, you know, we've all heard that expression, you know, so thick that tension was so thick, you can cut it with a knife. And so that's energetic clutter. And when working on clearing the clutter, you see how the relationships shift and change because you've cleared the energetic clutter out. You know, I'm a huge fan. I'm sitting here. I've got a sound bowl right behind the computer. I have sage. I think that doing that, I'm a huge fan of that because again, you can shift that energy and get that energetic clutter cleared. And I believe when I've worked with someone after we've done the physical, I'm like, let's smudge, let's use sound, let's use nature, whatever aromatherapy feels good to you. Let's do that to clear that stagnant energy. Oh, I love that. And I think that most people don't think about that aspect when they're talking about clutter. So they talk about, you know, the mind piece and, um, you know, well, even the mind piece is kind of a stretch for some people. So the physical environment, make sure the physical environment is done. And then the mind piece and then um, the energy piece, I think is huge too. And, and we can relate that to, you know, emotional clutter. Um, you know, a lot of times I work with folks, um, especially those predisposed to mind reading and helping them clear out um, thought energy that's not theirs and really being able to be a little bit more discerning with that. Um, and ultimately it comes down to choice and the willingness to create that change. I think that it's easy to kind of complain about it or to, to even push things under the rug, but unless you're, you know, unless you're willing to see how is what I'm doing on a daily basis, how is, you know, what I've gathered around me either energetically or physically creating this kind of um, scenario over and over and over again. Um, if, if you're not willing to detach from some of that and remove it or move it, um, transmute it, if you will, then you're going to keep getting the same exact thing, right? The projection is merely a reflection of what's happening within us. Yes. And you know, what's interesting in my work and you might not think really with what you do, but you know, I had a new client last week and she said, you don't know how many times I was going to cancel on you. And even when it's something like we were working with clothes and you know, clothes are relatively easy for most people to let go of, but it was fascinating how much resistance she had for pants. I'm like, okay, well we have, you know, 13 pairs of capris, you know, is there any way we'd be willing to let some of these go? And, and it was just fascinating, like, cause that resistance, like you said, that's, it's not about the capris. It's about the bigger, like what's really going on. What's this really about? And, and kind of digging deeper. And it's fascinating to me that something even like releasing clothes and what that can bring up and what that can represent and how we have such resistance to it. And, and you know, sometimes, especially the clients that I tend to work with and attract, there's always a, a definite spiritual component to it. But it just is always fascinating to me that, I mean, again, with something like clothes or whatever, that gosh, there's this, this big wall of resistance. And it's like, well, that's why we've got to, dig deeper and what's it really about this just represents it oh i love that so we're going to take a quick break but before we do where can people go to find out information about you they go to reawakenyourbrilliance.com they can find out lots of good stuff about me awesome very cool we've been talking about how to clear clutter and boost confidence 
Um, so stay tuned and we will be right back from the break. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to the Superpower Podcast. We're talking with Julie Caraccio about clear clutter and boost confidence. Um, th- this is such a great topic. Before the break, we discussed things like energetic clutter and physical clutter. And it was interesting, you were talking about clothing. And I've really found myself moving into a space of, um, you know, like the Steve Jobs or the um, Albert Einstein like method. Like I'm, I'm really, really close to picking one outfit and having like 10 of them, or maybe even less. And, and that's all. That's it. Because what I've noticed is you know, my hair's gotten shorter and shorter. Um, before Burning Man, I shaved it. And I will tell you, it is the most liberating thing mm-hmm. I have ever done. My clothing options, um, my closet is severely, severely, <laughs> I just made a new word, seriously reduced. Um, because what I find is, that, is the more I step into doing my work fully in the world, the less time I want to spend in making decisions like that. You know, uh, my husband and I do uh, keto. And, and we've been as a, as, a, as a lifestyle plan. And so food has actually shifted. We quit drinking alcohol for 2017. It's like all of these things that are like sloughing off. Mm-hmm. And, and part of it is I'm focused on other things. It's not, it's not even that I don't have the time. It's that I'm really choosing deliberately yes. where I spend my time. And I find that that assists in me being able to maintain those higher frequencies and stay in that abstract um, much more consistently. And, and, you wouldn't think about it. Like, like why, how would doing your hair, you know, or how would thinking about what clothes you're going to wear have an impact on that? But we don't realize just how entwined those concepts are with our definition of self, with our self-value, with our own confidence. Um, it's just amazing when you start unraveling all of that. So it doesn't surprise me that you see that coming up with clients um, even when they're not aware that that's, that's what they're really calling you in for. Um, how, do you, how do you kind of hold people's hands through that process? Well, first of all, I have to share, I shaved my head once too. So I, and I had super long hair. I don't know how, you know, you've mentioned getting shorter and shorter, but it was the chest area and it felt fantastic. And, you know, I'm hoping to do it at some point again, but it's completely, truly liberating. So, and I love that you were considering, I, I want to touch on this because, whatever outfit you pick, you're going to feel great about it. How many of us walk into our closets? I've got nothing to wear. Closet full of clothes and nothing to wear. You want to, or what I always tell clients, the goal is to be able to walk in, open up the closet and be like, ah, I'd look fantastic in any of this. What do I want to wear today? But I get you. I love it. The fact that you're considering doing the Steve Jobs route and having one outfit because it, I mean, that saves you so much time and so much energy. So hats off to you. I think that that's really great. So kind of the process I do with clients, I have a little assessment and have them fill it out. And one thing that I think is important, you know, mentioned earlier in the, in the interview that we sense energy, whether or not we're aware of it. And so 
kind of what I view my job as is again, kind of guiding because this is a process. Not, I can't go to you, Tanya, and when I were having a conversation about uh, this prior, just about me, sometimes we're not ready to hear it. So you have to take it in kind of stages. And so I trust my sense of knowing that, okay, they're ready to hear this. Like I worked with a client and I didn't push her too hard on the caprice. And I said, okay, well, you know, remember you should, I'm going to suggest you clear clutter every year. What I do is I kind of give a clutter control plan and maintenance and see where people get stuck easily. So they have something to continue with, but you have to, honor where the person is and so it's about listening and also what they're not saying so when i ask a question well, okay what's this really about and again it depends on where the person is and if i can probe a little bit and ask a little more and dig a little deeper and i love when clients have that aha moment you know they know what's best and when they can connect that and when they can know and you know i'm working with a lovely client now and I just get happy after each session because she keeps clearing her stuff. She keeps finding her confidence more. She keeps learning how to trust herself more. And that's, what's amazing. That's what gets me excited and happy because, you know, in your language of frequencies, when I raise my frequency, it affects the whole. And when you do same thing, and when we all do think about what a different world we would live in if we all raised our frequency. I think that the conversation around the frequencies and everything else is it, it, it's just like everything else that we continue as we open up new, new spaces to these dialogues, we up level, we up level the, the conversation. We're normalizing this new way of beingness. And so it comes with some confusion about what does that look like? And so for those of you listening and, and we're throwing around words like frequency and stuff, which isn't unusual in the show, obviously, but but the 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 big thing to me that's on the forefront is the maintaining of that. And you and I spoke a little bit about um, you know the process of attuning individual resonance. And I will tell you that the you know I, I I'm, I'm writing about this in the book. I'm very forthcoming about it on the podcast. Is that in the beginning when I agreed to assist people with superpowers like that? I was very naive. I was like, cool, that I can teach people to use their superpowers. That's easy. It was something I'd been doing. And um, it sounded like fun. What I didn't realize was the steps that were between here and there. And so um, how people needed to be able to master their own personal power and exercise some level of um, self-dominion, self-actualization prior to really being able to be of service in the world. Um, and, the, and then the attunement piece came into it. And that's really that managing of your own energy signature and realizing what you're asking for without even being consciously aware of it. Like, it's easy to be like, I don't understand why people always da 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 And it's like, oh, because you're asking for it, you know? And, and I, I, when I went through that process, I remember I was ranting to my husband, and I was like, do I have a sign on my forehead that says, please share your opinion with me? And then I stopped, and I was like, oh, obviously I have a sign energetically that says, please share your opinion with me, or it can't happen. And so the way I chose to address that was, to just take a hard look at it and choose differently. And that means being willing to manage all of the parts of you, those, those little, I call it like sonar, you know, those energy vibes are coming off of us and most of us can't see them or sense them for ourselves. They're at frequencies that are so subtle that we logically, we're just like, I don't get it. Like it's fine. Everything's fine. And it takes someone else who's attuned to those frequencies to say, um, let me tell you what you're broadcasting here. And I love social media for that. 
Like people don't realize just how much they're broadcasting all of their insecurities. And it's like, you know, I can help with that, you know, but it's, it, it's, we're trained in our society to look at what's going on in the external environment and whether it's a big, huge ordeal, like, um, you know, the, the wor- world politics or even our politics here at home or, um, or even your interpersonal relationship, it, it's all the same thing. And if you, the second that you're trying to say he does this or she does this, and if you turn that around and go, wait, I do that. Because if you believe that we are all one and that there is no separation, you can't point fingers, you know, it it really eliminates the blaming thing. Um, But that makes a lot of us really uncomfortable because that's not how we're trained to interact. And and it's much easier to deal with the projection outside of ourselves than to think that perhaps that's happening within us somehow, some way. Um, But that's the game. And and for those who want to play it, um, there really are some you know, pretty simple steps that you can follow to get there. It's just, they're not normal. Um, and, and so part of our process is normalizing those. Um, and, and that's why I love today's conversation because we, we get the concept of clutter. It's brilliant marketing actually. Um, because we understand that we have a box to put that in. And then as you put people, you know, not put them in the box, but as they're able to identify with you in that box, now you're able to unfold things in a really cool way Whereas if you try to come at them with like, you know, that's the purpose of superpowers too. It's like, you can't come at people with these conversations of like, we're going to help you stay in the abstract frequency. And it's like, well, what the hell does that mean? You know? Right, right. Uh, so, so I like, so I really like that you get at people from the conversation of clutter. And, and what's interesting is that it's, it is very multidimensional because there is the physical component. There is the organizational component, whether it be, in your closet, in your filing cabinet, you know, where, wherever it might be. Um, it's so brilliant. What remind our folks a little bit. I know we talked about this in our first interview, but how, how did you come to the kind of clutter conversation? Well, you know, it was interesting. So my business at first was called healing through organization. And to me, it was very purposeful because I could see when you organize how it would help heal. And the clients that started to happen and, uh, and that came to me, and it was really an aha moment, mainly with one person. And in the meantime, I was doing an internet TV show, Reawaken Your Brilliance, where I interviewed body, mind, spirit experts. And, and so that was happening. And then I had this one client, and um, it was more about the clutter. And she just wanted to talk and wanted to kind of understand and share what was going on and to get underneath what I would call the clutter. And so I had this aha moment. So I'm like, oh my gosh, it's really more about the clutter or that's how I'm going to support people. Cause you know, you can, it's easy to get organized. I mean, again, I think it's a skill that anyone can taught, but you can have quote unquote organized clutter. And I'm like, well, that really doesn't change anything. If we still have a bunch of junk, if we haven't cleared, uh, and our inner clutter as well. And so in kind of my own personal work, it was kind of going on in conjunction with this, where I was like, I could see and understand and hear yeah, the physical stuff's there, but for most people I work with, there's something underneath it. It's like, well, how do we figure out what that is? And then how do we move forward? I like to say that action plus awareness equals change. We have to, or awareness plus action equals change. So we have to become aware, you know, and that's, as you were talking earlier, I was thinking, um, I would use the term, the victim energy, you know, because it's easier to be a victim. And, and I found as I've cleared a lot of my victim stuff, it's now more subtle. So I have to pay more attention and like, oh, I'm being a victim here. And, and so 
that's kind of how I would phrase it is, you know, if we see ourselves as a victim, then we don't have to take action. We can have the pity party and, you know, we are where we are in the spiral, you know, there's no judgment, but can I become aware of that? Okay. Where am I feeling like I'm a victim? Okay. Oh, in that area. Well, then what action can I take to move forward to create change? Because a lot of times I see people who don't do anything, but choosing, it's still a choice. Choosing to do nothing is a choice. So becoming aware, I really do have a choice in every moment. And, and that empowers you instead of, you know, you're a victim to the circumstances. Well, and in all fairness to folks, I find that moving into that abstract frequency and really embodying it, um, there are pieces of us that we truly can't see. And I explain it to people like we're all trained to move the big boulders. Some of us are trained to move the little rocks, but mm-hmm. to, to move the itty bitty pebbles or the grains of sand. And for, for some people, it's like just dust. It's that, that takes an attunement to some of those higher frequencies. And we literally have no context, no construct for it. Mm-hmm. And so part of the process is creating the construct. Like, like, like we've had to do every step of the way. And this is just a little bit, um, for, for most people, it's, it's the first time they're completely consciously aware that that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. And um, they're, they're, because you have to make that choice. You're not going to slide into embodying the abstract frequency. No. It is a conscious choice to turn your back on everything that appears to be real. And, um, and to start seeing all of the, like, the version of the reality that you were so comfortable in, even if you didn't like it, we get very comfortable in it and, and allowing that to tear apart. Um, you know, I, I often say that it's staring something in the face and denying its existence and that's uncomfortable for a lot of us. And, and they're really, and it's helpful to have somebody kind of reaching their hand out and guiding you into that place. And it's helpful to have others who are embodying it to look at um, and to say, look, it's okay. And, and I remember what that felt like because I didn't have anybody ahead of me. There were many moments of, me throwing a fit and Mm -hmm. demanding like, where's my Tonya and where's all that, you know, and my husband gently reminding me that that just wasn't what I chose. You know, I chose to be a guide for that. And I I wanted to create what that looked like. And, and some of us just stepping into that space and realizing like we came here to create different versions of reality. Are we going to have the courage to do it? Mm -hmm. Um, and it does take support and, and guidance from, from others who are building parallel existences or maybe are a step or two ahead. Um, but it's, it's unusual, you know, like everyone's like, Oh, you make it sound so simple. I was like, it's super simple. It's just not normal. And that's where we get caught up in it. Yeah. Um, so really cool. I love everything about this conversation. Let's remind folks again where they can find more about you. At reawakenyourbrilliance.com. Awesome. Well, very cool. Well, Julie, I can't thank you enough. I really do adore you and I appreciate you um, continuing to move yourself into higher and higher frequencies so you can um, contribute more and more thoroughly to the world um, and, and model that for others. So, so thank you and I honor you for that. Thank you and thank you for having me on. Uh, I appreciate it and I appreciate all you are doing for everyone and thank you for our pep talk earlier. Oh, absolutely. My, my pleasure. And to all of you out there, as always, We appreciate your loyalty. So until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.